Welcome listeners to another episode of Farmers Inside Track. My name is Duncan Masua and you're listening to episode 343. Now in this episode, we have something truly inspiring to share. Imagine a group of young people embarking on a mission to cultivate knowledge and sow the seeds of change in the agricultural landscape. Now, the Bokomoso Farmers Academy, nestled in the heart of Limpopo, is not just a conventional educational institution. It's a beacon of hope for aspiring farmers. We're joined by Tace Jale, the co-founder for Bokomoso Farmers Academy, as well as James Jale, the campus and marketing manager. Our discussion unfolds under a Pretoria open sky, surrounded by the sounds of nature, where these two individuals unravel the story behind the academy. They also shed light on the diverse programs they offer and explore the profound impact their initiative is having on the local community. Let's have a listen. Taze, James, welcome to Farmers Inside Track. It's so great having you with us. Let's kick off the conversation and maybe Taze, you can start us off. Tell us a bit about the Bokomoso Farmers Academy. Bokomoso is a registered trading provider. It's a Bokomoso Global Solutions. It's a registered service provider with Adresita, Bengsita, and QCTO. It is created with quite a number of courses from animal production, plant. We are registered with that. And then currently we've partnered with government department of Malanga. We are providing mentorship for their farmers. And then we provide trading services for ZZ2 which is one of our biggest clients, Mahela, Pepperdu International, we sometimes do trainings for them. And then also we do trainings for employees of EasyGrow, which is one of the best seed manufacturing companies in Pumalanga. That's fantastic. I'm keen to learn more about your passion for agriculture. What sparked your interest in this field? My parents were educated. My father was a school principal and my mother was a professional nurse. So they are highly qualified in their field. You know, and even my brothers are very well educated. So education comes from that. But farming, I grew up from a very young age. I always had pigs. It was only later in life where I wanted to commercialize the enterprise, make sure that I make it profitable and I make sure that comes a sustainable business, which now is creating over 30 temporary jobs. And then I have four as permanent staff on my farm. So you can see the amount of impact it is heading now. Now, James, I want to bring you into the conversation. For those tuning into this podcast episode, wondering why they should study at Bokomoso, what makes the academy stand out? The one and big reason why you must study with Bokomoso Farmers Academy is because unlike other institutions, when you study with us, we are able to give you a two-year-long mentorship program. So what that means is that when you're studying with us, you don't just say to you, here's your degree or your diploma or your certificate, go home, bye-bye. We actually make sure that we work with you on the journey of entrepreneurship of being an agripreneur. And on top of that, we have connections or relations with different stakeholders that assist people that just don't want to be farmers, but also want to get into the gig space in terms of career-wise, either working in offices and so on and so forth. So one of the big and major reasons why you're studying with us is because we are not just an institution that helps you get your qualification and puts you aside, but we make sure we walk the journey with you and we breed a generation of farmers. Take us through the programs offered at your academy. What are your main focus areas, James? The programs that we offer at um, Bukamsa Farmers Academy, there's a couple of them, actually. As Mr. Deschali had just stipulated, we are created with multiple CETAs. We are created with AgriCETA, ETDP CETA, 
QCTO and the bank sitter. So the qualifications that we offer, all of them fall into these different sitters. And some of them will come at the moment what we're focusing on is mostly courses that have to do with agriculture. So it's your plant production, animal production. And with animal production, we're looking at small stock and we're also looking at piggery. Um, we're looking at poultry also and cattle farming. And then when you're talking plant production, we're looking at um, your vegetable farming. There's things like macadamia that we have in place there. But we also have courses that teach people the basics of machinery that is being used in the field of agriculture, right? We have courses that will teach you or help you understand how to operate your tractor, how to fix minor problems that have to do with the tractor. We have courses that teach you about landscaping and irrigation. So you can't be a farmer and not know how to do an irrigation system. It doesn't work like that. So you need to know how to plug your own irrigation system. You must be able to know different types of irrigation systems that we have so that it makes your journey as a farmer a lot more better yeah. from you moving forward. Now, I know there's a couple of niche offerings that you have apart from animal production and plant production. Why was that so important to you? The reason we put in those courses, for example, we have a course that called pest control operations. Those things are very important in the, um, the agricultural field because if you are a crop farmer, for example, you need to begin to apply insecticides, you need to fertilize. So for you to be able to understand different pests that could easily affect your crop, you need to have courses like pest control operations so that they guide you better into that. When you're looking at animal production in terms of your poultry and your piggery, there are certain things that we look into as biosecurity. So things like pest control can easily guide you into measures and chemicals that you can use to make sure you protect your livestock or your animals from diseases that might come from outside that may be brought in either by a staff member or a person coming to buy from your farm or you as a farm owner. Maybe shed some light on the thought process behind the structure of the programs particularly in terms of costs and duration. What kind of thinking went into that? First thing and foremost is that our costing was not decided by us. We are regulated. The reason why we are under different CTAS is because those are regulatory bodies that ensure that whatever programs we run and whatever pricing that we put is in line with what they require. In terms of the time framing of our courses, we took into account the fact that there's people that don't want to do longer courses. Somebody is probably working full-time, but during their holidays or during their leave days, they want to do something extra that could enhance their skill or add on to their qualifications. For example, we have programs that run for a week. We have programs that run for two weeks. We have programs that runs for six months, one year, and two years. So these programs cater for multiple people and different people. As this had said before, with the different sectors that we're working with in the Popo province, we're looking into also incubating learners that are not so well academically gifted. I think we can both agree that the students or learners that push from grade 8 to grade 9, but come grade 10, maybe they can't go further. So we're saying to those people, we as an academy, we are able to cater for and accommodate you. You can study with us for a period of a year or two years, so you at least get a skill that you can utilize after a year, which is a physical skill. Not something that you only read from a book, but something that you also apply in a physical manner. So that is why our duration of courses was structured in a sense where it can accommodate for people from different backgrounds, people from different career walks and journeys, and also people that want to enhance or add on to their qualification and skill. That all sounds great. Taste, I cannot imagine it being easy to start a farmer's academy. What has your journey been like? It has not been smooth, you know, because at first we were faced with a lot of vandalism at the school. They broke the windows, they broke the doors, they stole this and that. It has not been easy, but because it's the cause that we believe in, we could not stop because it's something that we believe in. But now, ever since we intensified the security, things have been smooth. Recognizing the importance of strategic partnerships and collaborations in running the Farmers Academy, what are your thoughts on working with other organizations? 
we don't want to say to a person, come study with us and bye-bye. The reason why we want to create partnerships and collaborations is because we understand that the pie is big for only us to eat alone. So by so saying, so we're looking at people that will be able to fund institutions, guide people on how to register businesses, how to do business accounts, and so on and so forth, ways and means of accessing funds. Because in that way, we are able to make sure that the agripreneurs that we are grooming or growing or catering for at our academy are not just going to go home with a certification and sit on the couch. They'll be able to utilize it and also share the knowledge that they have with other people. Because there's a saying that if I'm being precise, hopefully I'm not going to mess it up. If you walk alone, you can go, you know, far. But when you're working with somebody else, chances of you going further are even more. So when we're working with other people and other stakeholders and we bring in other entities into the academy and partnering with them, it means that we are able to do far more than we could do alone. Because we believe that as an academy alone, we cannot be able to change every life in the world or in the country or even in the province of Limpopo. But when we partner with other entities and other companies, we are able to impact different societies and different communities. So through those initiatives that we're looking to putting into place, which we can say for sure now, which we're still working on, we believe that we'll be able to reach a lot more people. We'll have good CSR projects put in place so that those that can afford, for example, to pay fees at our institutions, we're able to take training to them that is funded or financed by other entities or stakeholders, which will equip them with more or less the same skills as people that will be joining our academy and funding themselves or paying their fees. That's fantastic taste. As one of the founders, how do you perceive the impact of Bokomoso Farmers Academy in the Limpopo region? Bokomoso Farmers Academy is going to have a huge, huge impact because we work with communities. We work with various stakeholders in the community. Like James has said, you know, we, we want to make sure that uh, those learners who struggle academically can have something better to do in life. You know, as you talked earlier, uh, are filled with a lot of crime activities, our Children don't do anything, you know, they have nothing to do, you know. So we want to bring that thing uh, into the picture so that people can can see that life is in agriculture. That was, of course, Tace Jale, the co-founder of Bokomoso Farmers Academy, as well as James Jale, the campus and marketing manager. What a group of remarkable young men. Now, as we wrap up this episode, I want to take a moment to extend a heartfelt message to the hardworking individuals tending the land, nurturing crops, and shaping the future of agriculture. We wish you a bountiful and prosperous new year. And as always, remember to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode. From me, Duncan Masua, our technical producer, Megan Funderfend, and the rest of Hashtag Team Food for Mzanzi. As always, thanks for listening. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? We're inspiring and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food for Mzanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story. 